welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, Kathy, uh, here we are, uh, mid uh, Happy mid-week. Wednesday. Yeah, happy Wednesday in March, uh, and we're uh, talking about the covenant, uh, mm-hmm. and we've talked about how beautiful that is, and uh, uh, we know that uh, you know life is <laughs> is a struggle these days uh, with all kinds of stuff going on, and uh, you know the economy and uh, you know, inflation, supply chain issues, and uh, concern about you know, what's going to happen with, um, you know, the next uh, thing about public uh, gatherings and, you know, what can we do, what can't we do? And there's still, in a sense... The ever-changing world with yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of funny. Um, you would think with the evidence at the moment, scientific evidence being that, that uh, uh, COVID, uh, the Omicron version... Uh, isn't really causing unusual uh, deaths. Right. Uh, the the experience of it um, is way less than, than the other one. Uh, night, what they called nineteen, uh, and the critical Delta was after that. And then um, governments, local governments, like for example here in Colorado, um, our governor basically said, "Yeah, you know what? Um, uh, let's just." stop this nonsense and um you know if you get if you get it you get it and just be careful uh and let's let's try to go back now that's that's what the state governor said now within the state there's still pockets of cities right. cities that said no no no, we're gonna we're gonna wear a mask right. and we're gonna we're gonna but do things have gone things. to a more local control at least yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and um and of course people are upset because if you live in one of those communities that say no, you have to wear a mask and you can't do this and you can't do this and you can't in, in, enter unless you have this or that. Um, they're saying, well, wait a minute, I thought the state cleared it. Uh, so they're still experiencing, uh, and, and what I call this low-level uh, grade infection, right? Uh, is um, man, this is un- unpleasant. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and of course. You know supply chain issues and and things that that don't work well and it's hard to get somebody to pay attention to it to actually fix things or do things right. or where is it uh you know so i've i've, I've uh, working on a brand new car that i've had an order order uh for many 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 months and yeah dan's still waiting on his yeah. too <laughs> uh, okay where is it when's it coming in mm-hmm. I, you know i've already accepted the 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 change in the in the life used to be you go order it, you pick it up the next day right uh, right they got one there or if you want to order it they can get it to you within a week or two because they can get it from somewhere on the country um, that was the way things worked well now you you order it and they say well it'll, it'll be a little bit you know so that at first they tell you it'll be a couple months okay 
I, I've kind of understood that. So a couple months later, uh, is, it, is it almost here? Well, maybe another couple months. Uh, okay, hey. all right. A couple months later, is it is it coming? Is it here? Uh, well, it'll be another couple months. I said, okay, could you just tell me then? Probably when am I going to get this? And they say, we don't know. Right. Okay, wait a minute. You, what do you mean you don't know? Somebody at the factory kind of knows. Right. That yeah, it could be another three months or another four months, and but they don't want to say that because then you know, and and this is what I've done. I've 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 gone looking elsewhere uh, that for something that is going to come in because uh, they know that. Uh, well, ultimately, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, and they're gonna try to prevent me. But the the frustrating piece of it is, they're all everybody's acting as if nobody in the entire company knows anything, and we're not gonna tell you anything. And you you can't you, there's nothing you can do you can't get there so that that this level of frustration uh, right that exists with supply chain and things I can't get and things I order and they're not coming uh, excuses 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 well and so many times there are things you know down the river that they can't predict yet you know right. they're they're waiting to hear from somebody who can't tell them when they can get something yeah, you yeah, know <laughs> yeah, yeah and again the truth of that would be is that well we're dependent on this and they haven't told us. So mm-hmm. I can tell you, based on that alone, right. it's going to be at least another two, three, four months right. before we, you know, we get there. But they just said, "Yeah, we're not, we're not going to tell you even." And, and I, I, I believe the people that are telling me they don't know, right? But I say, "Well, why don't you go ask somebody?" Well, nobody. I mean, nobody. Well, that's not true. Somebody knows, right? <laughs> uh, so it's it's frustrating uh, and it's difficult. So uh, you know, we're living in a world of of change. Um, mm-hmm. uh, lack of predictability, uh, you know, what's going to happen. You know, the Fed keeps talking about raising interest rates. And and if they do, you know, what the impact's going to be on uh, things, you know, like, for example, uh, one dramatic impact that would happen if they do start doing this is the mortgage rates will go up. Right. Uh, and the, the housing prices, and they actually, I read an interesting article about this. The housing prices are already because of what happened with COVID, uh, that um, are, are above where they should be relative to people's right. ability to afford them. Right. Um, which by the way, and this is a, hey, remember, do you, do you remember what happened in 2008? Oh yeah. <laughs> we uh, sold a house in 2008, so we were right in the middle of it all. Yeah, uh, so the re- what happened in 2008 was that they had what's called easy credit, mm-hmm. low interest rates, easy credit. Um, the banks, without verifying things, uh, gave mortgages. And what they right. were doing were giving 100%. They were allowing so much more debt than people should ever have been yeah. allowed to take And they on. were allowing, yeah. instead of a down payment, which is the way it used to be, so mm-hmm. that there was some protection and commitment, if you want to borrow 100% of the, of the of that house that's already overinflated, we can't. Okay, so the the way it worked is that uh, that's uh, and it actually happens. You can see this, and usually most people have this. It happen. You have somebody that lends you that money, and it's a institution. Right. Okay. What what do you see in the next three months? That institution flipped it to another institution. Right. And that and happened, sold your mortgage. They yeah. sold your mortgage, and that happens. 
all the multiple time. times often. Yeah, and that yeah. was the way it worked. Is that, and what they did see is they they took they bought uh, they had mortgages, loans, packed mm-hmm. what's called packaging those loans, mm-hmm. and then they sold it to the next group who bought packages of loans. Right. Well, the next group. <laughs> this is in two thousand and eight. Um, and by the way, the regulators, part of the government regulators, were supposed to be active in there, and everybody was on the in the game. So appraisers were appraising too high, the loans were too much, the packages never got uh, uh, evaluated properly the way they should have been, uh, correct? Even by the recipients of it, mm-hmm. um, and then the uh, the banking regulators didn't say, "Wait a second." You've got you've got a lot of bad loans here. Bad loans meaning they're going to be in trouble and not going to pay it back. So, <laughs> um, the repackagers package it a third time and sell sells it upstream, and they didn't even look at them. They just took them. Uh, by the way, guess what? Why are they doing that? Massive fees at every level. Right. So um, if I buy that package. I'm so pay, they're making their money. <laughs> uh, they're they're gonna. Well, I don't care, you know. And so, uh, well, what what happened is that uh, the people that ultimately had the mortgage, mm-hmm. when the interest rate went up a little bit, uh, or they had a refinancing, uh, what they call a balloon payment, had to come due, uh, they couldn't do it, and so they started defaulting at that pure at one by one by one but it became great number of numbers and the guy at the back end is is left with massive unpaid loans right what they call bad loans and then the whole thing was going to collapse because of it so the whole system was about ready to collapse and of course the government stepped in and 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 uh, stimulated it which they've actually been doing so think about the interest rates ever since 2008 fundamentally but from the fed by the way have been close to zero very low yes even when and this was the thing that to have observed was um uh, you know from 16 to 20 the economy did very very well um mm-hmm. and it 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 really grew typically when that happens the fed starts raising interest rates right but they didn't they did it Right. Uh, because again, I think because of the national debt, well, they're threatening to do it again. And because the problem is this, um, if they raise interest rates um, for overinflated value of houses, which we wound up with out of, out of COVID, right. where people scrambled around and said- And it's still going on. And people still, are still paying way higher than yeah, what a house should be yeah. in lots of markets. Uh, and yeah. part of it is, I'm going to get out of a particular city or a particular urban place, and I want mm-hmm. to get to a different place. Um, and so there's a scramble for this, uh, and people are moving out of certain places and moving into other states, and and uh, but it's happening all over all over the country. And they said, well, when the when the Fed raises interest rates, mortgage rates are going to go up, and now people are going to be in a position where you know what. Even they'll decide. I can't afford. Even even though it's right, it, it, it should adjust the housing prices back down. It probably will. Uh, yeah. But what'll happen is there'll be a slowdown mm-hmm. of the economy because of it, and then you say, okay, if that causes, if they truly raise interest rates, and then housing market starts to change dramatically, which slows down, 
and people aren't moving as much or can't afford those houses as much, that's gonna cause, quote, a recession. And if they cause a recession, what, what impact is that gonna be of my, of my situation? And is my company gonna be caught up in the recession that winds up having problems with revenue and therefore profits and I'm gonna be let go <laughs> mm. uh, or change because of what? Just because of that one thing that could happen, which looks like it's supposed to happen. Right. And what's gonna happen. And by the way, the stock market is starting to react to that already. It's like, hey, if they do that, it's gonna cause, yeah. it's gonna cause a recession. Okay, so as we've talked about the covenant, um, we can say, yeah, <laughs> it's all true. Uh, it's absolutely all true. Um, it's uncertain. Man, this could be interesting. Um, and in, in our mind, we can say, well, doesn't that negate the covenant? Because it looks like it's going to get tougher and things are going to be problematic. Right. And aren't I going to have trouble with this? And God says, uh, yes and yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're going to have trouble. But covenant isn't dependent on your circumstances. Right. Um, I can deliver it and will deliver it. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing because, and, and we talked last time, why? It's spiritual. Right. And he's not limited to it. And we're going to demonstrate to the principalities and powers what? The supernatural work of God because we're living in the heavenlies and been sealed you know, by God to do it. So uh, he says uh, the purpose is to glorify himself. I want to demonstrate my supernatural work to, first of all, you. And you will be through the work in your life. You're going to be demonstrating that to the principalities and powers. By definition, it'll be supernatural. It'll thrill you. You'll glorify me, um, and I'll fulfill my purpose on earth, which is to work it through you. And that's why the covenant is such a critical piece of understanding because it's the root of the whole system. Right. Uh, Can I share yeah. a fun? This is this. Um is probably a silly kind of maybe even first world problem covenant delivery thing, but super cool that, that God recently did just with Dan and I. Um, and so I just do want to give him the glory in that even we had been, um, asking God for direction on um, what things in our house we needed to be. You know, every year there's things that come up that you need, like you, know, you talk about entropy, the house always going to entropy, what things we need to refresh and to shore up in our house. And he had instructed us there, you know, there are some things that I want you to do, invest in your house this year um, for my purposes. And so we try to keep that in front of him. And so we've been asking and journaling and praying. And um, he highlighted to us that he actually wanted us to um, invest some in the patio, uh, you know, the area by the pool and had given us some um, last fall, even had given us um, just a vision for having a table out there, you know, the table we have out there, seat six, but having a table that could hold more like 10 to 12, um, just for the things that we do and, and entertaining people out there. And a lot of times that entertainment is with ministry. And so wanting something to do with that anyway, so that's all on our radar. Um, but as we all know, supply chain issues abound everywhere right now. And, um, just on our empty nester weekend as we're praying through some of that again and God alerted us um, just like that. It was funny because we've been asking for a little while and he said, um, by the way, go today, go buy your patio furniture. I'm like, oh, well, that's an interesting alert, you know? And so sure enough, we went out 
and um, went to a place that we had gone to last fall and we knew kind of what we wanted to get. We just didn't have the instruction to get it at that point. And so we hadn't walk in and the guy's son who owns the shop is there and and he's like oh yeah I love what you're talking about this the old that'll look great out there you know really helpful and he's like but I got to tell you when we're putting in orders right now we're ordering you know, we're ordering something on a truck and whatever we put in we probably receive about a quarter of what we actually ordered so I can't even begin to tell you um, one, if we have it, you know, I know we don't have it in stock right now. If there's any chance it's coming in on an order we're getting, I can't tell you because I just randomly get about a quarter of what there is. And um, I do know that if I have to special order it, it'll be at least August before you can have it. And just, I'm like, okay, just, that just doesn't... in time for winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, in New Hampshire, that's the end of yeah, the that's season it. right that's there. It. That's, that's it. That's your last shot. So, um, but he very graciously is like, but you know what? My dad will be in tomorrow. If you live close enough, you could swing by um, and we're getting a shipment in tomorrow and he could look at the manifest and just kind of see, you know, how many pieces would actually have to be ordered if there's any chance we have it or whatever. And we're like, great, no problem. We'll come back tomorrow. But again, we just really had this assurance that God said he's going to do this thing. And he told us to go. So lo and behold, we come in the next day. And mind you, both times we're in there, we're the only people in the store. You know, so I think somebody came in halfway through the second time, but we go in and we sit down with the owner and um, lay out for him everything that we want, which is, you know, it's a good amount of, of stuff because we want this table that will seat so many people. And then we need new loungers that then coordinate with it. All of our stuff is very, in my opinion, very worn from, from years of pool fun. So it's time to replace it. Um, Anyway, he looks at it and he starts going and then he looks through the manifest and lo and behold, every single piece we have was on that truck and Marvel. is in stock. If we walked in any other day, any other time, we'd have been waiting for months for whatever. But God said, go. This is how I want you to spend your day today. Go. And we went and we enjoyed talking to these people and, and just enjoyed the blessing of literally they're holding it for us because we have so much snow on our patio right now. We can't even bring it home. And so we're like, you know, well, what about that? Because we, you know, we don't want it to go away. And they said, oh, no, we'll we'll hold it. We'll keep it aside for you guys because we've already paid for it. And then when the snow melts, you can get a truck and come pick it up, <laughs> you know. But how fun is that? Just a sweet reminder, I think, as we seek his wisdom, I, I see that as covenant in action. And I know it's kind of a silly little thing, but at the same time, it's a beautiful thing because we were seeking his wisdom. He told us not only, you know, this is when I want you to do it. This is, I'm going to deliver this to you. And by the way, it has to do with you opening your house and your pool this summer, because there's going to be people I need to bring. And I, I want you to be able to minister to them well. And it's, it's to be a joy for them. Our house, we always kind of refer to our house. We're 23 is the house number. And we call it the Psalms 23 house. It's a place of refreshment for people when they come. So oh, that's beautiful. Anyway. Kind of a fun covenant story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's part of what uh, you know, God's trying to say is that I care about the detail. Yeah. Um, I can deliver things to you. Um, and I want to thrill you so that you can, mm -hmm. as you bear witness, we know, uh, well, that wasn't, uh, uh, you know, lucky. And that wasn't. Uh, right. Be, and even because, okay, even though it came in, had God not told you that, you would have maybe gone we a week, week or two it. later. Yeah. And it would have already been gone. 
Uh, exactly. And God said, no, today. He said, go, go today. Go, go today. <laughs> you know, this is it. Uh, so we've talked about um, that's an illustration of it glorifies himself. It, it has you demonstrate the principalities and powers, God's supernatural work, uh, and you're, you're living in the heavenly place. Uh, the next thing, of the, remember, talk about reasons why. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's embedded in the covenant itself. Uh, so go back and read uh, Genesis again. Uh, 12, 1 and 3, and it's embedded right in that statement. So let's read it again. Genesis 12, 1 and 3, 1 to 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Yeah. So um, he says that uh, one of the, the reasons for it, uh, mm-hmm. remember the covenant is all of this, is that, um, yes, I'm going to bless you, but I'm going to bless you so that you, what, give it away. There's a, there's a purpose for this of being a flow-through, not a re, a, just a receptacle. Right. Uh, that, well, yeah, that'd be nice. I'd like to be blessed and, and uh, uh, you know, fantastic, bless me. Uh, and said, if that were what it was, we would tend to chase the blessing yeah. rather than enjoy the 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 union with the giver, with yeah. the blesser. Yeah, and, and he says, uh, well, part of the essence of it is and part of the purpose of it is, is so that you give it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and by definition, again, we talked about this last time, in order for you to give it away, must what must be true of you? We must be receiving it. You got you to be receiving it. Yeah. But the purpose of it is to is to give it away. Um, mm-hmm. And so it opens up God's ability to flow it through you in reality that now other people are get to be the recipients of it. And then this is really neat uh, because it's universal, uh, offered to everybody. When somebody else receives it, what's their invitation? To give it away as well. Well, then you start mm-hmm. experiencing the covenant, live the covenant, and you'll continue to receive it, and and you'll be giving it away by definition because now you've stepped into that agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, how cool is that? And that's and see that's the way the church is supposed to be. Right. Uh, blessed to be a blessing. Bless blessing. Give it away. Blessing. Give it away. Mm-hmm. Purposeful uh, to serve God's purposes and the reason that it's not, it's kind of what I call fairly impotent. They talk about God, who they said, you know, is good, but they actually don't experience it, don't receive it. They never give it away, and nobody gets to next ne- next to be a receiver, so they look at it and say, well, why, why, why does that matter? Right. Um, this isn't so. And and this is even, even people that I've talked to who I teach the covenant, uh, begin teaching it, I get challenged. Because uh, I say, well, the covenant's absolute, and it's going to be available to everybody all the time. You can't say that. Look at all the look at all the bad stuff that happens, and there's a lot of Christians that just are miserable. Right. I know. Uh, doesn't negate the covenant. Maybe maybe the other the question should go the other way. Since it is the covenant, why are they miserable? <laughs> right. Right. Let's go. Yeah, let's go find point. that. Uh, okay. So uh, he said that purpose is to give it away. Now there's uh, a wonderful statement about this that that helps clarify it uh go to isaiah 42 6 to 7 this is 
this is a fantastic, uh, by the way, clarification of, of the purpose of giving it away. What does it say? I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. Okay, so um, <laughs> he says, covenants to bless you to make you a blessing. He says, mm -hmm. I'm going to have you become the what? The covenant. Mm -hmm. You're the covenant. Oh. I will give you as a covenant. As a covenant. Yeah. Um, you are the covenant. Uh, so it's it's flow through, but it's it's my position mm -hmm. in that process. I actually become the covenant. Mm. I'm giving you as the covenant. Um, why? Well, be, be a blessing. Because you're blessed. Mm -hmm. It's flowing through you. You, and think about the you, see, is, and this is, this is what's, what's so wonderful about this. It's not a theology. It's not, well, just preach about it. It's no, it's you, the circumstances of your life, the, these things that are going on in your life, you become real covenant in the process of your individual situation. It's not, it's not uh, theoretical and it's not theology, it, it's you, it's your and life. And by the way, as you do it, it shines light on him and actually people are set free. Like if you read the whole rest of that, there's well, freedom when other people are witnessing that and they decide to step into it as well. So that as you do that, uh, and, and read that again, so it says it, uh, go ahead and read that again because this is what happens yeah. which defines even further the purpose uh, that God has for us. He said, as you are the covenant, this is what is going to be the fruit of that. Here's what's going to happen because of that. Go ahead and read that again because it, it does, does. Uh, it does I will speak give this. You, yeah, yeah, I will give you as a covenant for the people a light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. Yeah. So uh, he says that, uh, the purpose of the flow through is you are the covenant mm -hmm. and what does it do? It brings light mm -hmm. in a dark place. Uh, it um, opens the eyes, which is what, you know, what we, you and I are doing is our heart is that this discussion of the word about the covenant will open eyes to say, oh, okay, now I see that and I've been blinded because I've been focused on uh, the natural and what the church has said about that. And I guess I just got to muddle through life, but hey, I get to go to heaven. He says, no, I want to open your eyes to the truth right. of the covenant. And then by the way, what'll happen? I'll get you out of prison. Yeah. Uh, what, what causes you to be in prison? Your stuff of life that you get stuck on, your patterns, the things that you just can't get out of and say, I guess this is it. Um, and you, you go to, um, uh, there's two words that we actually, we had a, a, a conversation this morning, uh, victim. Well, I, I become a victim and I guess that's, right. I guess that's, you know, a badge of honor. And then I go to resignation that, well, this I guess all that's, that's all there is. That's all there is. Anyway. Yeah. You know, and I just accept mediocrity. And he says, no, that you, 
by giving it away are going to be the covenant. You're going to mm-hmm. bring light. You're going to take people that are not seeing it, and, and they'll mm-hmm. see it. And then uh, they will be freed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now think about, again, if that's true, that that's happening as we're giving it away, what's happening to us? Then we're being freed up from all these things as well. We're getting more light. We're mm-hmm. we're experiencing. Oh, seeing look things at, more look clearly. At this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now I see, and I get to have freedom. Mm-hmm. And then people say, "Well, how does that work?" And by the way, you don't say, "Well, I did these five things, and look at that." It's like <laughs> you won't believe what God did. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, look how cool that is that frees you up, you know, to give mm-hmm. it to you. Uh, okay, then uh, go to First mm-hmm. Peter 2. This is in the New Testament, and it tells us, interesting enough, and again, this is a statement about all believers. First Peter 2, 9 to 10. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people. You, you're, a reading, light... you're reading Isaiah oh, 62. I'm reading the same one 42. again. Well, shoot. But that's a good, good word. <laughs> It is a good, a good word. word. Let, let me get the right good word out, though. Hang I'm on. Gonna, I'm going to take your hand. <laughs> These things <happen> <laughs> okay, First Peter 2, 9, 9 and 10. 10. Yep. All right. So it says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Yeah. Um, so he says, uh, he's talking about believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're now a people, my people. Uh, he says, my designation of you is to be and live out as a royal what? Priesthood. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, you are a royal uh, priesthood. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's saying, now remember this is important because who is he talking about? All of us. His people, yeah, his yeah. children. See, it's everybody. It's not, well, yeah, there's priests. Not and there's, just an elect And group. there's yeah. pastors and there's those spiritual guys. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that. Uh, no, he says it's everybody is called to be a royal priesthood, to be mm-hmm. a royal priest. Okay, now this is cool. Um, this is this is not understood, but it's true. Okay. What does a priest do? Really leads others to God. Okay, um, and and again, that's where there there's a little bit of a of a uh, one thing that's missing, and that is this. Uh, yes. The goal is to have people come to know Christ, have to know God, have lived the life of God, live the covenant. Okay, but here's right. the cool thing. A priest, and this is defined really well in the Old Testament, you can go back to Numbers okay. and Leviticus and uh, Deuteronomy, is to discover God's will, mm. hear from God, and then, mm. and then help disclose it to those people that you're serving ministering oh, wow. to. So it's yeah. not to even um, per se, you know, be a preacher or a the or, or even a teacher. Mm-hmm. Actually, the priest, <laughs> if they were properly a priest, particularly the royal priest, the high priest, they would actually go the other direction. Well, God, what do you have to say? 
Hmm. Help me understand your will. Help. What is your purpose here? What are you doing? Let me bring then the people along with me. And then they share that. To, to understand that so that they, mm-hmm. they receive it. And my, my role is just to be one that hears mm-hmm. and invites. Hears and invites. So when oh, you, interesting. When you give it away, mm-hmm. interesting enough, the focus of you to give it away, be a priest, serve others, is first of all to do what? Go to God. Live the life of God. Start to receive the, the fullness of God, the insight of God, the wisdom of God, the covenant life of God. And then he says, hey, by the way, by definition, now that you have that, I don't want you to just stand there and keep it. What was a priest then supposed to do? Let me help you understand this. Right. Uh, and translate it hmm. into things for you so that you understand, you know, God's will. So uh, uh, giving it away is such a critical piece of this that everybody is called to that place of, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Um, I'm going to give you as the covenant. I'm going to designate you as the royal priest, which implies receive and give it away, receive and give it away. So the purpose of the covenant is always around, after we've understood glorifying him, elevating our life to a spiritual place and demonstrating the principalities and powers, it's given it away as what God so designates to you by you hearing, receiving, and, and, and responding. Uh, you know, so it's a beautiful place. Okay, so we've talked about the what is the covenant, uh, bless you to make you a blessing, the why of it, glorify himself, uh, elevate to a spiritual place, and live in the heavenlies, and demonstrate to principalities and powers that it's uh, real, God's supernatural work. Uh, give it away, it'll be a flow through. Um, and then um, he says, well, who is actually the recipient of the covenant? Uh, now, it's offered to everybody, but who is the recipient? So go mm-hmm. to uh, Deuteronomy 28, 9, first of all, uh, okay. and just read this as one verse. Uh, what does it say? It says, the Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself, as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Yeah. Uh, he says, so um, uh, I'm going to give it to... Uh, my what special what my people okay my <laughs> special people my treasure mm-hmm. um, what makes you a special people just the fact that he's chosen us that he's giving it to us that you are in into the flow of mm-hmm. the covenant right you become so remember he says I offer it to all my people mm-hmm so it's not it's not it's not arbitrary. But it's there is the you keep the commandments of the Lord and walk in his ways. So you have to be walking with him. Yeah, because yeah. because see what what goes from the offer. And that's why we that's why we said this is that to who is the recipient of the covenant. He offers it to everybody. So when when you, you know, when you uh, describe you put your house up for sale, or your father's house up for sale. The broker broadcast it and offered it right. to every, everybody. Offers it to everybody, right. Okay, who became special recipient of that? The one who actually chose to take the offer. Yeah, that woman who mm-hmm. was thrilled and excited and with her kids, I'm, I'm thrilled that mm-hmm. I get to be the recipient of what you offered. Right. You offered it to everybody, mm-hmm. but she's the recipient. So uh, when it says who's the recipient, 
it's that is is God's special people, and it's really simple. Is that means by definition you're experiencing the covenant, and we'll we'll talk about the requirements of that. But you you just because it was offered doesn't mean you're a recipient of it. Um, right. You have to be. Well, and that's even it. so with salvation. Yes. You know he he did he died and already forgave all the sins, but not everyone's accepting his forgiveness or choosing to walk in salvation with him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and let's go uh, deeper with that. Go to 20, uh, Deuteronomy 26, uh, 18 and 19. Deuteronomy 26, okay. 18 and 19. And the Lord has declared today that you are a people for his treasured possession, as he has promised you that you are to keep all his commandments, and that you are to keep all his commandments, and that he will set you in praise and in fame and in honor high above all nations that he has made, and that you shall be a people holy to the Lord your God as he promised. Yeah. Uh, so he says that you uh, are a special what in that in that first verse or what does he say you're a special, special what? treasure you're a treasure mm-hmm. uh, okay what's a treasure oh something so valuable that you know yeah of, of utmost value yeah of utmost value and it's special it's it's unique it's mm-hmm. uh, extremely valuable uh, precious mm-hmm. God says the recipient of the covenant, is my special treasure. And he says, you are my treasure. I va- see, this is cool. God says, Isn't I- that funny? Cause we don't really think that way. I think, I think we think often that, yeah, he is our treasure and, and we know he is, right. but just the fact that he speaks, that he delights in us so much that we are his treasure We are to his think treasure. that he desires us and puts so much value on us. That's, that's wild. Cause we're so undeserving of yeah, that. Yeah. So if you, you think know. of, he actually, uh, we are his treasure. He treasures us because we're his treasure. He wants to do what I want to give you Mm-hmm. this blessing, this covenant life. Right. So that you enjoy it knowing that you will mm-hmm. be given it away as part of right. the process because it's a both and it's not I'm I, I wanna I don't want to just give you blessing. I want to give you mm-hmm. blessing to give it away, but I, I want to give it to you because you're my treasure. Uh and that's why when we reject it, I don't care. I go off and do it on my own and I don't, I don't have the heart to receive it. He says, I don't, I don't get to experience my special treasure. <laughs> right. Uh, and he said, that's what I care about is I get the joy of experiencing you who is mm-hmm. to me a treasure and I treasure being with you and giving you this beautiful truth of blessing, by the way, knowing that you're gonna give it away and other people are gonna join you who then become my special, my special treasure. Mm. You know, how cool is that? Uh, And then uh, go down to, uh, let's go to uh, uh, Romans 8. uh, And just to, again, kind of bring it down to uh, what does that mean, a special treasure? Romans 8, 12 to 17 really speaks about it. Romans 8, 12 to 17, go ahead. Um, So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live for all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. 
The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. All right. So he says, um, uh, if you're uh, not obligated to live the life of the flesh, the natural, but rather uh, is to live the life being led by the Holy Spirit to give you the covenant uh, that you're called children. Right. Uh, my children, I'm dad and your children. He said, by the way, when you experience that, you will uh, understand you don't have the spirit of again to fear mm-hmm. of bondage. Well, what, what makes you afraid? The what, unknown and yeah, all, yeah, all the kinds trouble of things. Yeah. That he says you're going to have trouble mm-hmm. and it's going to have a tendency to make you fearful. Right. Naturally. Yeah, of course. Right. Man, this, but as a son or a daughter, that goes away because we have immediate access. He says, by whom we cry out, a father. I can call out to my daddy any yeah, moment. Yeah. And uh, he is there. <laughs> yeah. And see, the life of the covenant is the life of a toddler. So a toddler, uh, the way that they live life is mm-hmm. they don't, well, what's going to happen to me tomorrow? What's going to happen to me next week? You know, are you going to, what school am I going to go to? How, what's my career right. going to be? They don't even think about that. It's, it's daddy. What and do depending we get, on my father. What do we yeah. get to do today, Daddy? Yeah. Uh, and so if I say, uh, you know, I had when I had my two, particularly I can remember uh, my kids, but my grandkids of, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to go the, go watch a movie in the theater. We're going to go uh, to the store. We're going to go out and play ball. We're going to go read a book. Uh, we're going to go uh, rest. Uh, we're going to go on a hike. Uh, they basically said what? Okay. Sure. Let's go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Because uh, they had a freedom of, I get to be with you, and mm-hmm. it's going to be enjoyable because there's covenant life happening. They're blessed to be a blessing, uh, right. and they're experiencing it because that's my heart. And they know, hey, I get to be with you. It doesn't matter where you take me. And by the way, what he says, the Spirit in verse 16 uh, bears witness that you're what? That you're my children. Well, you're, you're a child. <laughs> yeah. You're a child. Um, you're my child. I care about you. I'm dad. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can deliver the covenant. It's going to happen. Um, and have the life of a toddler, which is, I can hardly wait right. to see what you're going to do about this one. Um, hmm. This ought to be interesting. Because uh, uh, I know you're going to, and that's why as we get into this, it's, yeah, you got sticky wickets. Yeah, you got problems. You got issues. Even once as you're learning this, you you contributed to make it happen. Right. And God says, that doesn't matter. Um, how about now if I give you the covenant um, uh, and I will bless you to make you a blessing? Why? Well, you're my special treasure. You're my child. And, and, and as we just take that and say, how do you feel about your own kids? Right. You we want, absolutely adore them. You want we them want to, the best You for want them. the best for them. Uh, and God says, that's that's me, you know, to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, then let's finish this uh, little section with go to, uh, this is cool. Uh, uh, Acts 3, uh, 25 and 26. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. Yeah, okay, so uh, he says, uh, he says you, New Testament now, remember New Mm -hmm. Testament believers, he said, you, 
uh, are the sons of the covenant, which, wow. which I made to Abraham to bless all the families so of the earth. So once again, reminding us, this is still 100% in effect right now. Still existing, as stated for so mm -hmm. in Acts. And he says, so that you first receive the blessing. I'm, I've sent Jesus mm -hmm. to bless you. And as a result of you, you you decide, which is be part of it, you turn away from your iniquity <laughs> and go be with him. Why? You're the son of the covenant. Uh, you're going to be blessed through through this Abrahamic. And we'll, we'll get into the, the depth of that. But he states it right there in, in Acts, New Testament Acts. You're a child of the covenant. That's beautiful. Um, and you're to, you're to be blessed. First, you're going to be blessed. You know, and by the way, because you're a son of the covenant, by definition, he just said, if you're going to be blessed, what's going to happen? You're going to give it away. Yeah. Um, that's absolutely. The, that's the process. You that's know. the essence of the covenant. Yes. Yeah. So God, God says, the recipient is my children, mm -hmm. my special treasure, my special people, uh, the sons of the covenant, and. There's a difference between I offer to all my children, but you you wind up at that special place when you say I'm willing to live right. to live this out, and He's not going to force you. Right. So that are we still a child of God? Yes. Uh, Paul talks. But it's a choice of surrender. Yeah, and Paul talks about it as well. You can waste your whole life and mm -hmm. never experience this. You'll still mm -hmm. get to be with Him, so it doesn't take that away. It just right. it just says you're. You have the privilege of being a recipient of the covenant and living it out because that's my heart toward you, toward what? Mm -hmm. Everybody, I in, I make the offer, and I would like you to be the recipient. And when you do, he says, you become my special treasure, which is which is important to him, <laughs> mm -hmm. which he thoroughly enjoys. I mean, so it's, it's mind-blowing, really, uh, when we start to mm -hmm. think about it, is what a privilege right. we've been given. Uh, to be a recipient of the covenant. So uh, we'll continue uh, next week. We'll have uh, uh, another guest uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. Um, and then uh, we'll, uh, uh, which could be, uh, gosh, who was that? Uh, was that, I talked about maybe Ken last week. Maybe that is Ken this week. Uh, uh, I'm not sure where yeah, we're we, at on the trail of people, to we, be honest. We got, uh, we got a cool guest coming. <laughs> Cool It'll guest be somebody tomorrow. worth listening to. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah, and then we have a uh, end times Friday, and then uh, we'll pick this up again next week. And uh, we're going to keep going deeper into uh, next question. We're going to ask is uh, where does that covenant uh, uh, operate? Uh, hmm. That's kind of an important thing. So that's an important thing. Yeah, we've Looking talked about the what, the why, and now the who. And ne next week, next week we'll talk about the where, and that'll be fun. Excellent. So, we will see right. you again uh, tomorrow, and uh, Kathy, have a, have a great day. Looking forward to it. You too. Take care. Thanks right. for joining us, everyone. Have a blessed day. Yep. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments, and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember... God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.